Everybody, welcome to Turns Out She's Psychic for another week. This is part two of our manifesting, Tracy. Ooh, yes. Yes. And quickly, I just want to say congratulations, Tracy. I'm very proud to have seen you on A Cuppa of Life this morning. Thank you. It is a morning time virtual cafe. Oh, it's so good, isn't it? There's a I love it. guest speaker that logs on at 8.30 with the host and his name is... Cookie. Cookie. And he seemed stoked to have you there too. And I was stoked to watch you speak your truth for half an hour. Yeah, it was fun. It was great. And you announced on there that we were going to do a boot camp. Mm -hmm. And we'll talk about more details of that at at the end of the podcast. So stay tuned. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was great. So I wanted to say, well done. Thank you, you, Boo. Did yourself proud. And you plugged the podcast. I tried. I tried. <laughs> you got it in there. So it was awesome. So um, for everybody tuning in for part two of the Manifest podcast, it begins now and I'm going to be put on the spot because Tracy said just show up mm-hmm. like right here, right now. And so here I am. <laughs> Sometimes you're really good at doing what you're told. Sometimes. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to pick straight up and waste no time because I know that everyone loved part one and from the visuals that I saw that people created and then when they got to actually see my visual that I finally put up on social media the other day, they they were showing me their pictures and they're like, wow, like it looks pretty much the same and so that's awesome. Everyone did a great job. So what I want everyone to do, I know, um, is get their old – manifesting uh sort of picture that they drew from episode one and remember that the reason why we did it in terms of part one and part two part one being what you were manifesting into your life so for those who have listened you need to go back to part one and listen to it before part two otherwise this part won't make sense good point and I just want to interject there and let people know that if they didn't get their drawing quite right as you were explaining it on the socials, then that's cool too. Not everyone would have got it right, I guess, and that's fine. Yeah, totally fine. And you can do always... Do one. <laughs> yeah, just do another one. Um, and you can always just send us a picture and I can... Critique you know, it. Yeah. <laughs> I would never have used such a harsh word. Get a little rubber stamp out with a tick on it. <laughs> uh, one star to five stars, so... <laughs> All right, so what I want you to understand is that last week's episode, part one, was all about giving you a bit more insight into the foundations and the principles behind manifesting, how they have to go in a step-by-step order in terms of the um, the elements that, that the universe needs to deliver to you what it is that you want. And so you were able to understand that there is um, five uh, steps. So the first step being feelings, the second step being thoughts, the third is visual, the fourth is action, and the fifth is receive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So last week you would have noticed that your vortex, or not your vortex, but your 
uh, drawing would have given you a bit of an idea into how you're inconsistent. And so in terms of the result that you want, which is whatever you've written on the, in the inside of your drawing. So for Laura's example, it's that new house. Um, so Laura doesn't have her new house at the moment because she's inconsistent with her thoughts and her feelings. She is manifesting some things, um, in terms of like progress towards getting the new house, but the new house won't actually manifest until all of those things are saying the same thing. So I want you to now get another piece of paper and I want you to do whatever it is in the middle again. So for Laura, I'm writing new house. And on the right-hand side, I'm going to do my wave. And on the left-hand side, I'm going to do a wave. And on the top of the right-hand wave, I'm writing feelings and electromagnetic. And the left, I'm writing thoughts and electric. Now, what I'm going to do is ask Laura, and so you need to ask yourself, how, if you were to close your eyes and transport yourself to the future in an un uncertain, unknown time in the future when, when you're in your new house, how do you feel in that new house? Content. Mm -hmm. So the aim is that we want to have at least four or five different ways of describing it in feelings. Okay. Um, free. Uh, creative. Safe. Happy. Is that too cliche? Mm -mm. <laughs> I think it's an underused term. Mm, that's true. Um, really just sort of, you know, content, like happy. Peaceful. Yeah, peaceful. Okay. Do you feel proud? Uh, maybe. Okay, never mind. It's yeah. all good. Okay, so your feelings in that space, in that new house, you, you're going to, you, you imagine that when you're in that space that the kind of Laura that lives there, the predominant feelings that you have that are going to be quite consistent in that space are going to be feelings of peace and contentment, but of freedom, but of safety, but of happiness, <laughs> but of creativeness because mm -hmm. it's a new space and you get to create inside of there. Um, so they're all beautiful feelings and you can see how they're very different to the feelings of frustrated, excited, dreaming of the possibilities. Yes. You can see how they're different feelings. Completely. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're sending out the magnetic wave to the universe, the feelings that vibrate at frequencies of content, freedom, creative, safe, happy, peaceful, you can see just in, in those words that they're high vibrational words. Sure. Now, whilst each one of those has their own individual vibrational frequency, together they kind of create a consistent frequency that would probably average out somewhere along the line of peaceful. Sure. Yeah, yep. or joyful in some sense of, yep. the way, of the way. So what you're doing now is sending out a magnetic wave into the universe that's going to look for more opportunity to feel joyful, peaceful, happy, safe, creative, free and content as an average feeling. Yes. Rather than the average feeling of frustrated, excited, dreaming of the possibilities. Yes. Yeah. So the universe now knows quite consistently that that's what you want. Now, if you're feeling this way, then what must you be thinking? Oh, so remember when we last week, it was, you were thinking things like I want, um, I'm desperate, I'm frustrated, but then also I'm, I'm, I love my home and mm -hmm. I'm grateful for my home. And it was very inconsistent just in its thought processes as well. I'd still go with those bottom two that I love it. And I'm grateful. I love I my home. Be highly grateful. 
that I've made it kind of almost relieved, I guess, too. Yep. Sort of finally happened. So thinking relieved thoughts. Yeah. Or just, well, yeah, more sort of, yeah, I guess so. Almost like excited, like, yay, we did it. Yeah. What's that? Celebratory. Yeah, so celebratory. Yep. Okay, so your thoughts are going to be much more, oh, my God, I love my home. Mm -hmm. I'm so grateful for, um, you know, this new space and for everything coming together and for finally getting that dream that I've had, like it's here and it's now. Yeah, so it's sort of been awe really as well, like, Mm -hmm. wow, it happened. Yeah, so you're thinking, wow. What about also, would you be thinking like quite practical thoughts, like um, what colour am I going to paint the walls? Oh, yes. Like they'd be your thoughts, so what colour? So you want to really kind of workshop this even further and further and further each time you do it to get down to like, what would you really be thinking if you're in your new home? Yeah. You'd be thinking, oh, you know what? I think that we might need to change the carpet. Yeah. Or what can go there. Yeah. Well, hopefully we won't have to change much. That's one of my things when I'm visualizing. Yeah, for sure. Not needing to do too much. (laughs) Cool. Yeah. So you kind of want to think about, you know, what color am I going to paint these walls? Yeah. Where am I going to put some awesome photos that I just had taken of my family? Yeah. Or those photos look amazing hanging right there. Yes. In my new foyer or whatever or on my new bedroom wall or whatever. Sure. So thinking in yourself what you would be feeling and thinking what, sorry, feeling what you would be feeling and thinking the thoughts that you would literally be thinking in that space. Yep. So can you see that those thoughts are very different to I want it (laughs) and I'm frustrated and I'm desperate? Yes. Yes. So you can also see looking at your new picture that your thoughts and your feelings whilst they would all individually vibrate at their own frequency together, they kind of create this very similar average frequency. So your thought wave, your thought electric wave would probably be very much, very closely likely vibrating at the same frequency as your feeling wave. Correct. Now, if you've got your feeling wave going, because they're consistent, you're going to receive much more consistency for the universe from the universe to begin with. So you're going to start having lots of wins. You're going to start to see, you know, the bits and pieces that you've got to do at home start to get done. Yeah. You're going to start to being see them done with ease. You're also going to start seeing them in their new shape and form. Just be like, oh, I'm so grateful that's done. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's awesome. You're also going to probably start seeing it happen faster. Oh, yes, please. Um, so, yeah, you're going to start experiencing more consistently. So... Last week, we you would remember that I really kind of harped on about the fact that there was going to be like the, this electric wave that when you when you came into contact with another wave that matched that energy, you would experience that energy and it would come into reality as a thought. So you could be just thinking a thought, but when you come into contact with someone else that's thinking the same thought, that thought manifests into a physical reality for you via a discussion or via an activity or some kind of exchange like a hug or a handshake or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And the same with feelings as well. So you would have been uh, feeling things and then you go out, that wave goes out, that magnetic wave goes out, it attaches to another wave that vibrates at the same frequency as those frustrated, excited, dreamy possibility feelings. 
and it would latch onto it when it experiences it, starts experiencing it there. And then when you go away from that wave and you're back on your own wave, that feeling continues to perpetuate through you. So you still long for, you still have that desperation. You still feel excited or frustrated. Yeah. So what happens though, if you go back to your new, um, your new waves and your, your new drawing is that if you've got a, if your feelings wave is a magnetic wave and your thought waves an electric wave, then what is the closest wave frequency available to your magnetic wave that you're sending out? What is the closest? Yeah. What, if, if your magnetic wave of feeling is going out looking for something that vibrates at the same frequency, another wave that's vibrating at the same frequency yeah. to match it and bring it back to it, if you've just got yourself and you're thinking the same as you are feeling, yes. which wave is the closest wave for you to attack to attach to? The other one. Your thinking wave. Yeah. Yeah. They so join together. They do join together. Got you. Right. Yep. So that's how we create a vortex. So what I want you to do now is take those two waves and join them together by a wave across the top and a wave at the bottom. So it becomes like this weird ass shape of a weird energy wave vortexy type thing. It looks like a fried egg from here. It kind of does. <laughs> yeah. A frilly one. Yeah, real pretty. <laughs> so they're going to join together and it's going to create somewhat of a, 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 a closed yeah. um, wavy kind of circle-ish shape. And that is now called a vortex. Now we are now going to know this vortex or call this vortex your new house vortex. Okay. So what we need to understand too is that this is just step one feelings and step two is thoughts. So these are the most powerful parts. However, like I said before last week, if you don't put yourself in a situation where you can receive what the universe wants to deliver to you, then you, f you fall over. So there's no point. You're just going to spend a lot of time sitting in a vortex and not much is going to happen. Yeah. So you need to go, step one is feelings, step two is thoughts, step three is the visualize. So while you're thinking and feeling these thoughts and feelings, fairly fairly certain you're going to be also daydreaming and visualizing as you're thinking yes, and feeling. that conjures up images for sure. Yeah. So now what you've got to do is recognize that in order to um, receive this new house or to, to be in the action of um, in line to receive the frequency that vibrates at this, so whatever the universe deems is the home that's going to match the same frequency for you, in order to do that, you have to take the action of going to open homes. Yep. You have to take the action of speaking to real estate agents, letting them know that you're looking. Yep. You have to get onto realestate.com or whatever, but you have to actively put yourself in line to receive whatever it is. Yes. So that's the action. And then the fifth one is the do. So this is where it's kind of like, receive. pardon? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Receive. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You're right. Thank you. So when we're in that receive, it's about, you know, if you get that home, so you might have the feelings done, the thoughts done, the visualizing done, and you might be in the action. But then when it comes to receive, the universe might say to you, well, here's that home. Here's everything that you've asked for, except, I don't know, maybe it's got something more 
than what you had envisaged that sort of comes with an extra that you hadn't really kind of bargained for or thought about or considered or maybe it comes with just one thing that's less than but because it, because you're stuck on on compromising or you're stuck on what your ideal was or what your focus was that you're, you're too blind or too tunnel vision. Yeah. Mm, So that's about knowing that sometimes what the universe gives you is sometimes you've got to just receive it. You know, it it can't like, if it's close enough, take it. That's it. it. Yeah, Yeah. Because where it's probably not quite right, whether it's in a good way or a bad way or whatever, where it's not quite right might be just what you need. Yeah. Yeah. So the universe. For you. Yeah. Like the universe cannot give you spot on for a home. You know, it can give you lots of things spot on. Sure. But a home to that magnitude, that scale of the nitty gritty and the pieces and the moving parts to it. There's too many pieces for the universe to make perfect. Sure. So what you do then is recognize that this is now your vortex. So when I say to you, the remember how I said the two rules are you can't tell the universe when and you can't tell the universe how. Yes. Like how it's going to happen. So we've got those out. But what the universe can understand is your your desire to have it as soon as possible. Oh, right. So you're not saying I want it tonight or the end of this year or this month. You can't say 27th of, of October 2020 at 5 p.m. That's <laughs> it, my cutoff for whatever. You can't really say that in terms the universe doesn't understand that. It's like speaking French to the universe. It's not yep. going to know. So the way you tell the universe you want something quicker or you want it really badly is spending more time in the vortex. Ah, okay. So when I say spend more time in the vortex, what I want you to do is sit in the thoughts, the feelings and the visualisation. Yep. And then whenever possible, stand in the, in the doing, be in the doing as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And then the universe will give it to you as quick as possible if it's available to you. Yep. Like if, if it can get it to you, it will get it to you as quick as it can. So when we say sit in the vortex for as long as possible, you need to remember that each wave, um, according to science, you need to you need to have uh, spent 30 seconds in our time to send out a full wavelength. So you need to spend a minimum amount of time of 30 seconds in the feelings and 30 seconds in the thoughts to create a vortex. Sounds achievable. It does, but that's bare minimum. Yeah. So you would sit there, if I said to you, Laura, have you spent time in your new house vortex today? What would that mean to you now? What would you have had to have done to say yes? To have been there in the thoughts and the feelings and the visualisation. Yeah. For more than a minute. Yeah. So how are you gonna how are you gonna make yourself feel those feelings so that you're actually feeling them, not just telling them yourself that you're feeling them? Um, well, correct me if I'm wrong, but if I visualize a part like if I just pretend I'm there right now, I'm gonna have those thoughts and feelings. Plus I'm visualizing it at the same time. Yeah. That's one way. Okay. Um and, and that's very um, that's very sort of ambitious to think that your energy can 
can vibrate at the true feeling, the true experience, like gratitude. Mm -hmm. It's like you're telling yourself you're there and that this is what that would feel like, but you're, you're not truly vibrating at the frequency of peaceful Mm. because you're still sitting here vibrating and I'm telling myself to be peaceful. You're not peaceful yet. For you to be peaceful, you have to think back to a time when you were peaceful. I can be peaceful in my home these days. You can. When I'm not being frustrated at it. Yeah. (laughs) But there's so much about our little house I love. Yeah. yeah. And that's good. Yeah. And that's not attaching to the house. Mm. That's just attaching to your energy and telling the universe what you love to feel and it will give you more reason to feel that. Yeah. But if you want to be able to create the true frequency, because these vortexes will not work, manifesting will not work for you, and I guarantee you most of the time you've fallen over it's at step one. Yeah. It's the hardest part because most of the time people are going, no, I'm sitting here, I'm feeling this, I'm feeling this. No, you're not. You're telling yourself you're feeling it. Yeah, that's true. Feel yep. it. You've got to feel it. So the way you can feel it is to think back to a past time in your life when you truly remember feeling those feelings. Sure. Yep. So it's like grateful. Think back to a time when you were truly grateful and then you'll vibrate at great gratitude. Gotcha. So think back to a time when you felt really peaceful. Mm-hmm. And that's not in the future. It's in no, the past. It's different. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I'm with you. But you're just anchoring to that vibration. So then you sit in that feeling for yep. 30 seconds minimum and then you say, I feel this way because, and then you attach the new thought to the feeling. So the future thought, the future visual. So we create the feeling via old memory anchors. Anchors. Yep. So that feeling comes back nice and peaceful and you sit there in in this sort of average of a feeling that you've got of content, free, creative, safe, happy, I can draw on any of those. Yeah. Any or all. Yep. Yeah. And just eventually it becomes the point where you can take yourself there. Like just like that, you can because it's kind of you'll find a memory that that brings it back. Um, so when you feel those feelings for longer than 30 seconds, then you can open your eyes at that point and say, I feel this way because I am in love with my new home. I feel this way because um, I'm so excited to pick paint colours for my new walls and those pictures look amazing in the foyer there and you know, so you start anchoring the feelings to the new thoughts and visuals. Gotcha. Make sense? Yeah, it does. So that's how you create a vortex. Mm-hmm. So then if you spend time in your vortex, the more time you spend in the vortex, the universe feels that you want it quicker. The more time you put yourself in action and in line to receive it, the more opportunity you get to have it happen. So it's like if you were going to do this to win the lotto, you might get the feeling stuff done, you might get the thought stuff done and then the visualising stuff done and the action would have to be to buy lottery tickets or buy entries into it and the receiving thing would have to be, okay, well, I need to be prepared to wake up one morning and get a phone call to say, hey, you've just won $20 million on lottery. You know, like you have to be ready to receive that that energy back. Yeah. So... When you spend time in the vortex, what you do start to realize is that you become very conscious of the other vortexes that you've got going on in your life, which are the ones that we created last week, which are preventing this vortex from occurring. So you have to understand that 
Those old vortexes, that one from last week, it has quite strong. Mm, It's got sometimes it's got some consistent natures to it. So there's some little vortexes that have offshoots, but they're quite strong. They're quite firm. Then you've got inconsistent waves that are still going out there that are thoughts and feelings. So right now, if you were to spend time in this new vortex, you'd have to be aware that it's not going to work like that. It's not going to just stop everything that you don't want happening because it's divine time and it's the law of cause and effect. So those waves that you've got going out, whether it's for your whole life or just for six weeks or six minutes, those waves that you've got going out are going to come back to you somehow, some way. So you have to be prepared to recognize that it's not the universe saying, no, you don't get a new house. It's the universe just still delivering to you what you previously asked. Still responding. It is. It's, it's just, just a delayed. It's just given it in divine time. And because you're not putting yourself in as much space to uh, visualize it and take action and receive it, it's coming to you less and less over time, but it's still going to be there. Gotcha. Yeah, it's still going to come back and slap you on the ass or, you know, across the face every now and then or across the head and just remind you of your shit. Well, (laughs) sometimes it can feel like that, but it's going to remind you of the shit, you know, that you used to be out of control for. So it's a matter of just consciously and deliberately and intentionally almost scripting or um, curating and designing your life. Yep, tidying it up. Yeah, so... While everyone has probably got, you know, something that they that they want, you know, quite intensely as their their example for this, like it's probably the thing that they've wanted the the most. Yep. Um, as their example for this, what you can do is break up the parts of your life and have one one vortex going for your health, your vitality, because none of your vortexes matter if you don't have vitality. One for maybe your career, one for your primary relationship, one for your home. So you can you can break them down into the major areas or the main areas of your life and create vortexes and you can create maintenance vortexes. So I've got maintenance vortexes, which are those things. Yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah, so I spend a small amount of time in there, but I spend time in there. I give it attention because that's what I want to see in my life. And then the things that I want the most or things that are, that are going to, once I get them, I'm not going to want it anymore because I got it. Those things become separate projects that, that I work on. Yeah. Makes sense? Yeah, it's great. Any questions? Um, no, it's, it's really succinct the way you put it. And it's really, um, it takes something that sounds so magic like manifesting and the way that you just described it you know you have one for every part of your life and you do this this and this in this order it's like so really almost like a textbook Mm. but it's for something called manifesting it's great Mm. I love I love how the two marry together yeah me too Mm. and it's that the science I guess and manifesting is so science and the spirit, for me, the spiritual side of it and the magical side of it comes down to recognizing that no matter how badly you want to manifest something, it might not be for your highest good. Yes. So you've got to be very careful for what you wish for. 
Because you might, and that's not going to happen with this house, just so you know. Thank you, Tracy. You, <laughs> <laughs> Glad you prefaced whatever you're about to I have to do that because I freak you face. out. There's a few other people in my life that I freak out unless I say it in advance. When so you kill me off not... every episode. <laughs> <laughs> this is not going to happen for this house, okay. but you might get this house, yep. but really you, you might not be able to sustain it or to um, support that vibration and yeah. it might drop like drop itself pretty quickly in which case you might end up in a shitload of debt yeah or you might end up with a, a house that's got so many problems with it that that you you don't even know where to start it's not worthwhile yeah no so you've got to be very very mindful of creating vortexes and manifesting and the spiritual side of it for me comes in with I only manifest things that are for my highest good and the way yes. that I know that it's for my highest good is because I'm in alignment. Yes. The way that I know that I'm in alignment is because I try very hard to be authentic all the time. You're conscious of very your conscious. intentions. Very conscious, yeah. Yep. So I'm authentic with the things that I want in my life. Yep. So I will take it through processes before I decide that this is something that I want. Because I know very well that if if I get it, I've got to be very careful what I wish for because I might get exactly what I want and some. And that end some might not be welcome, but I'm yep. going to have to, it's going to have to be a sacrifice or a compromise. I have to decide whether I want to do that. Yep. So you've got to be very careful about what you're manifesting for and also be very mindful about um, the vortexes that you've had going on that you didn't know were there anymore. And the way that they start to sort of deconstruct and stop existing is really just through time, but also not giving it attention. So if you're raising your vibration and you're spending more time in this vortex and all your other vortexes and you're starting to deliberately and intentionally design and curate your life, then obviously, you know, there's momentum in that. And so you're going to stop being inconsistent because you've got reasons to be consistent. You know, you're succeeding and you're seeing the results and you, and it's pushing you further and further into it. Well, it provides direction and, it, and it's a guide on how to get the, that direction, whereas yeah. being inconsistent is like just living without direction. Yeah, flying blindfolded almost. Unconsciously, which is sometimes fun. Yeah, it but. is. But there's room for that <laughs> within There's time this. and places. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And instead of being reactive... You know, yep. you can be responsive mm-hmm. or you can be proactive. Mm. Um, so manifesting is very sciencey, very magical, very spiritual um, it's and very plan. practical. It's like yeah. practical magic. Yeah. Yep. And I was just wondering on that because obviously this new house is for my family and I have a partner who plays equal parts into mm. this new house. So I guess I'm sure there's a question in there somewhere about, Um, when I'm doing this manifesting, does he have to be involved? Because it obviously involves him. I love that. It's a great question. Yeah, and absolutely. So, you know, um, that's where it comes down to, um, you know, common goals. And if you're walking in the same direction for certain things and things that do include your family, and if it's a family decision, then absolutely create a vortex together. Yeah. And that's even going to be even stronger. But remembering too, though, that... There is nothing wrong, like not wrong, but in your vortex that you've created, I'm pretty sure that your partner would love to feel this way and think this way in his new home. Yeah, sort of inclusive, like those feelings. Correct. They're very... Are involving them, like I'm peaceful and happy because that house is housing all of us. Yeah. Yeah. They're very... uh, They're very 
you know, standard feelings sure. of, of how people would want to feel. Like if I sat down with him and asked him to do this, I'm pretty sure he would feel somewhat very similar in terms of that frequency. I would hope so. Mm. Yeah. Yep. 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 Cool. It's a really good question answered. though. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, manifesting for other people is dangerous. So don't do yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's but, only for your higher good, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's it. Mm. And you're, when you manifest for other people, you're judging that you think that they that, that it shouldn't be exactly how it is right now, and that's not up to you. Sit down that and you shut know up. Best. Yeah, stay in <laughs> well, your lane. <laughs> exactly. Like mind your own vortexes. Yep. <laughs> I like that. Mind your own vortex. <laughs> Another shirt idea. Uh, I'm busy manifesting. <laughs> Don't disturb. I'm in my vortex. <laughs> Mind your own vortex. I like it. Me too. <laughs> Great. That was um really to the point. Love it. Mm. Mm. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. But once you once you see it, once you work through it, you know, this I, I love the podcast in a way doing this because there is a way to learn for all types of learners, you know, there's like the auditory, the visual, the kinesthetic, like, you know, I'm getting you to go through the process of creating it yourself. You're going to see the visuals on the Instagram. You're also hearing it. Um, and so this is, it, it's sort of helping people learn in a, a multi-layered way, which hopefully should help it stick and yeah. help people get their head around it. Mm. Um, but equal you know, as much as the, um, the steps in order, um, equal attention needs to be paid to each one, depending on the type of person that you are as well. So it's sometimes really beneficial to, for me with clients to identify which part, you know, is their biggest downfall and why, um, why are you afraid of showing up for yourself in action? You know, because maybe they don't have the self-confidence or the self-esteem, or maybe they've been shot down before. Yeah. So that's, um, that's one way that I'm able to help them move into manifesting, receiving, you know, who told you that you couldn't have this, who told you that you couldn't go for it, who told you that you weren't worthy. Is that who, a common one? The receiving, that's where a lot of people, yeah, a lot yeah, of people, and a lot imagine. of people are actually afraid to allow themselves to feel mm. there. The thoughts is usually the easiest. Um, it's very easy to get your brain to do what you want it to do. It's very simple. Um, but in order to, um, in order to allow yourself to feel those feelings, you have to bring a level of, um, a level of sort of freedom within yourself to allow yourself to dream and to go there and to imagine and to fantasize. And some people are really afraid of doing that. It's not something that you often do in day-to-day life is that you sort of just you're feeling whatever you're feeling at that point in time you're not programming a feeling you're not asking yourself to feel something different other than what you're feeling yeah at that point in time it's yeah not a, it's not a natural a behavior well unless it, you're consciously doing it and you're aware of why you're doing it with like with that purpose yeah otherwise you're just carrying on yeah which is ridiculous if you think about it well, it is now. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I never used to be, but I'm very conscious of how I'm feeling. Like I feel deliberately now. 
Yeah. And I'm very conscious of everybody else's feeling and what they label it too. Um, you know, yeah, or mislabel it. Type yeah. Thing. yeah. 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 Or generalize it. Yeah. And just, it's just language sometimes, but it's also pattern. Yeah. So the feeling side of things, which is step one. So if you get that, first of all, you've got to allow yourself to feel it too. You've actually got to feel the vibration so that mm. it's usually the hardest part, but, um, it's crucial. It's crucial. Some people can do it and some people have trouble. But identifying which one is your is your weakest part or weakest parts um, is also a great thing to help yourself recognize potentially or perhaps why you haven't got it already. Absolutely. Because yeah. it might be what the inconsistent fork in the vortex is that is telling the universe that maybe I don't deserve this. Yeah. As much as I say I want it, as much as I'm out there pounding the pavement and eating salads, yeah. but I'm telling the universe that I'm not worthy of being vital and fit and healthy and a size 10 or whatever. Yeah. Th- that's where your problem is. Yeah. So manifesting whilst magical can be very practical and also very insightful. It's multifaceted. It is. <laughs> and it's never ending, you know. I could talk about it forever. It feels as, as though like as deep and as a lot that was and is, it feels like it's still just scratching the surface. It is. I guess when you're in a working vortex, it gets uh, – there's nothing better than learning in the vortex. Wow. Because you can tweak. Yep. You know, you can um, recognize that, um, you know, like that vortex that we just created for you for the new house, your feelings are content, free, creative, safe, happy, peaceful, joyful, and they're your thoughts. But you could seriously like brainstorm workshop that vortex and have it with some, you know, beautiful words that you could use and some beautiful framing and visuals and you can create your vision board. You can do all these things, but you can also discover um, what things you actually lean towards feeling more naturally. So like maybe you, you work out that the fact that you wrote creative, that you feel creative about the space, but what you actually work out in feeling that is, oh my God, I actually really love that this gives me an opportunity to create. So I'm going to need to then take that, that love to create and that desire to create that this vortex has allowed me to have into more of my vortexes. Yeah. Or maybe I need to invite more into my life of opportunity to create. I didn't realize how much I love to create. Yeah. So then it sort of it sort of helps you um go from vortex to vortex to vortex because you start to really feel the feelings and you either enjoy feeling them or you don't enjoy feeling them. Yeah. And you start to chase the ones that you like to feel. Yeah. So it's like learning in the vortex. That's cool. Yeah. So maybe we might do a follow-up episode with everyone's manifesting so we could maybe just give it some time and and sort of see when we start to receive people's manifesting coming in so let us know if you if what you've chosen for your vortex comes into fruition and it manifests into your physical form let us know show us your workings out show us your before vortex and your after vortex tell us your story and then maybe we can do a bit of an episode where we share people's vortexes um and their their manifesting wins I guess or what they've manifested into their lives and and ask them some questions on what they found was easy hard or where they had to what they were surprised by with their manifesting 
Yeah, what they've learnt, what became obvious, like if something became obvious that they weren't doing or that they were missing Mm -hmm. and if they've tweaked that and it's just worked, that would be good to know. Mm. That would be interesting. Yeah, because everyone's is different because not everyone wants the same thing. Exactly. You know, and there's an abundance an abundance, like there's more than enough for everyone to manifest the exact same thing. Yes. But chances are not everybody does. Yeah, because there's this fear of missing out, isn't there? Like if if I don't get it soon, someone else will take it mm-hmm. or that sort of thing. But really there's enough, more than enough for everyone. Yeah. There's yep. also that feeling of I don't want to take it just in case someone else needs it. Sure. Yep. It's, it's just a limiting belief. It's a story that somewhere along the line you've adopted and you've given it far more value and it's limiting your life. Like it, it, it's limiting your life. You can sit here and you can very easily look at the quality of your life and if you're not happy, it's because of you. And sometimes it's hard for people to hear that and I know that I hear some people just go, yeah, but you, you don't know you know, what my mum was like or my dad was like or what my partner was like or my ex-boss or you don't know. And it's like, I don't need to know. You're in complete control of your quality of your life and how you choose to perceive and see and behave. You are. I've seen it. I've done it. It's just whether or not you're suffering enough to want to, you know, stop listening to your own bullshit. And I know that's harsh, but it's the truth. Yeah. If you want to change the quality quality of life, you have everything inside of you that you can to do that. You just need to look into that and spend energy on that instead of spending energy on the problems and creating all of these vortexes and energy electric waves going out and magnetic waves going out and just being like a bit of a dodging car. Yep. Or in a washing machine. It's like, no, stand firm, own your energy. Um, one of my teachers I heard say the other day that, you know, you – this is you in the middle of um, like a circle and you are the centre of the circumference. And so everything that exists inside of that is entirely there because you put it there. And when people start to realise that, they start to deconstruct and then create new or reconstruct. And it's what we're here to do. Yeah. How do, how do we not know that? <laughs> Yeah. Well, I think that, you know, in, you know, it comes down for me, uh, for me, I see it clear enough to be a generational thing. I think that, you know, uh, some cultures do know that and it is taught, but for us, um, in general, you know, the, the English or the, you know, the English speaking countries, at least the ones who were, um, who experienced the wars and those sorts of things and settlement and all of that, you know, we've got two to three generations of extreme survival stories. We've got two to three generations of extremely um, closed-minded and rested souls, you know, in their human experience. They're not here to do much expansion. They're just here to rest or to experience more trauma. So we've come through sort of three, two to three generations of, of souls that they, they couldn't share and so go back to there and we, they did share, you know, it's much more common to hear stories, you know, especially in the Irish and the Scottish and the French and the German, much more um, common to hear stories about these kinds of things, you know, the magic 
and how we create our lives and how our thoughts create things. And it's all just, it's all very simple. And now all of a sudden, you know, not all of a sudden, but now these days in modern day, people are just like, oh, it's all wooey and magic. It's like, no, this is ancient wisdom. It's science. It's universal. It's not new. None of it is. None of it is. It's just that people like me decide that now it's time to explain it in our way. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and I'll do it practically. Yeah. And that's just my way. And everybody has their way, but there is a way for everyone. But start listening to the stories about the very simple, obvious, logical, rational, true, scientific ways of the world because all the answers are there. You know, you know that cliche, you know, everything that you need is within you? Yes. It couldn't be more true, could not be more true. Sometimes, though, all that's needed to wake it up is just a conversation. Yeah. That's the thing. It's different for everybody, isn't yeah. it? To come to that point. Yeah. yeah. And when did like when did we stop teaching and passing down, you know, traditions and cultures and rituals when it comes to our energy, when it comes to what we believe in, how we work with the moon, the sun, the rain, the seasons, you know, the the tides, like it, it's very natural, but somehow we've all become a little bit preoccupied or well, it's because the generations before us had to work out how to survive. Yeah, and everything new world went yeah, build. Everything went grey, and yep. the new normal that they created, that we're all getting the opportunity to do now, the new normal that they created back then was just in black and white, because they didn't know how to be in colour. Yep. And so now, all of a sudden, that this generation is all colourful. It's just like, whoa, this is new. No, it is not. <laughs> so, and we don't need to give it more labels and terms and new modern language and and all of that. It's just very simple. Which is why you know I'm against, not against, but why I roll my eyes with all of those buzzwords because it's just, it's just not needed. It's just a waste of my energy and time. Yep. But get woke, people. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> Go one up yourself, Lara. Oh, I love it. <laughs> oh, what was that one that you came up with? Mind your own vortex. Yeah, <laughs> it's another shirt. We've got two shirts today. Be a yeah. vagina. Mind your own vortex and go one up yourself. Perfect. <clears throat> Some spirituality podcast this has turned out to be. Yeah, <laughs> it's perfect. Um, spirituality our way. Or the highway. Highway to hell. Tracy. Yesy. Stop it. Stop it, stop it, stop it. It's time for our ghost story. We have a return visitor, Trace. Ooh. Claire's been back in touch. Thanks, Claire. Thanks, Claire. Are you ready? Ready. Okay. One evening I was out at the local horse yard in a small mining town called Parabadu. Sorry, Claire. (laughs) The Parabadu doozy. Here we go. (laughs) Why have I just got this, like, visual of, like, a a barn dance? (laughs) Yep. Anyway, did you find some gold? Okay, let's go. As I would have been around 12 to 13 years of age, I relied upon my parents driving me out and picking me up. This day I had gone out after school and gone for a ride with friends and had arranged that mum was going to pick me up at six. We had finished our ride and settling the horses for the night. When others were leaving, offering me a lift, I declined as mum would be here soon. 
Anyway, long story a little shorter. This was in the olden days when we didn't have mobile phones. Remember those good old days? <laughs> those black and white days. Did you have the bush telegraph, Claire? <laughs> Mum didn't show up and it was starting to get dark. I went and sat inside my tax shed when I heard a noise. I remember peeking out the door a little to see uh, <laughs> to see the two horses in my sight on full alert with nostrils flared as, and snorting. Mm. Not being able to see enough, I opened the door a little further to see a man dressed in overalls with a red and black check long sleeve shirt on. It was almost like he couldn't come any closer as he stood there throwing what I believed to be rocks. It sounded like rocks on the tin tack shed. But he just kept repeating the same lines over and over again. I love you, you whore, you slut. I love you, man. What the fuck? He had a way with words. I was not expecting that. Like, hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on. <laughs> really? Really? That's what it says here. Claire wrote it. Oh. She knows. This continued on for what felt like an hour, but I'm sure it was probably only 15 minutes or so. That is 15 so minutes too long. this dude was just like standing there throwing rocks at her, calling her yep. a slut and a whore. And she's and 12 she's like or 12. 13. Yep. Dude. Yep. I remember feeling terrified, but the realisation oh, came shit. over me that he couldn't come any closer for some reason. Would love some clarification if you have experienced or know of anything like this. Mum finally did arrive after realising I wasn't home for dinner. But from that day on, never did Mum drive me to those horse yards. Both Mum and Dad knew how much this affected me and that they bought an old car for me to drive myself. This experience really changed me as I became terrified of the dark. I couldn't walk down a hallway at night without running as I couldn't have my back to an open door or to a window. Fucking hell. Needless to say, I couldn't find any rocks anywhere the following day. As this impacted me so greatly, I would love to know if you get any vibe from this or able to explain. She said WTF, but I'm going to say, what the fuck happened? I definitely wasn't on any hallucinogenics. (laughs) Wow. Girl, that is some story. So he wasn't real. Oh, that's just given me the heebie-jeebies. Um, she says she's really loving the podcast and topics. Thanks, Claire. You're, you're awesome, Claire. You are awesome, Claire. Oh, and she's teased us. Next up, the Yep Nope chair. <laughs> Coming soon. Claire, you're a tease. Who else has a yep nope chair? We love you. Hannah. Yeah, who else? But who else has a yep nope chair? I'm sure there's lots of yeah no chairs. Mm. Um, I've I've been in a few in my life. That mysterious butts have been in. (laughs) Bad butts. (laughs) I've sat in a few chairs and hopped straight back out again. Um, Yeah, so this is a bit of a hard one for me because when it comes to um, how my energy protection boundaries work and things like that spirit would never let me anywhere near a spirit like that um i have never experienced anything like that myself um the i've only ever experienced less than a handful of ghosts or spirits that i've found intimidating where i've been a little bit shaken and stirred and thrown off because of their character not because just it's a ghost but because of their 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 intention um I haven't ever heard of a story, though, where a ghost was so fucking rude. 
Like, how is he going? Seriously. Very very menacing. Well, it's just a lot of, um, there's a lot of demeaning hatred and, you know, there's some really big words. Um, But the I love yous and then the you slut, you whore. It's all, it's fucked up. Yep. (laughs) Yep, Fifty Shades of Fucked Up. Yeah, that's my that's my my take on it, <laughs> Claire. Yeah. It's just fucked up. <laughs> um, uh, it terrified her, the poor thing. Oh, I can't blame. I'm terrified from hearing the story. I can only imagine. Yeah, like what at twelve thirteen, what that would have done to her, and and how that would still make her feel. Like you know, when you have one of those icky dreams and you wake up, you just feel icky. And unsafe. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like, and also potentially questioning your fucking sanity. Yeah. Or like, did I maybe drink or take some horse tranquilizer or something? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what was in that tax shed? What is going on? Um, I really don't know what to say because I'm tr- what I'm trying to do just from just so listeners can understand what I'm doing in these kinds of situations because I hadn't heard that story until right now. That's right. So what I'm trying to do from an energetic perspective is take myself, first of all, I'm trying to connect to Claire's energy. Hi, Claire. <laughs> That's um, not creepy No, all. it's not, but it's pretty standard. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to collect to cl- connect to Claire's energy. And then what I do is strangely, and I, you're going to just have to take my word for it. It's just what I do. I kind of go back in time. Like I have done for the other podcasts to be able to go back to see what I see. Sometimes I just get zero and I've got no more than what the story is and going on what the the storyteller's feelings are. And I connect to their energy and their truth, but I don't get the spirit's truth or the situation. With Claire, I kind of go into this um, tax shed and I can smell it. Um, and I can feel the, um, I can feel the air that it's sort of like that, um, that dusk kind of feeling and smell to it in the air as well. Um, I can hear the noises of just goings on around, you know, just farm stuff and animals and whatever. Um, I can also hear the sounds of, um, like a, a car going past, like I can hear it on gravel road, like not gravel road, but dirt road, um, I, if I look to my left, I can see that man that she's describing. I can see him, but my guides put up a protection to just say, no, like you just can't go near that. It's like, remember when we did Mangrove Creek and I'm just not, I wasn't allowed near the dolls. Yes. It's like one of those feelings of just like, I don't know why I just get this barrier that just says, nope. Like, yeah, because he's an asshole. Yeah. Well, that's, that's why I think in this case, it kind of makes sense because now I know what he's like from Claire's story, but, um, that's still frustrating for me because I would yes. like to be able to help Claire. But one of the things that I will say is that if anyone is listening and this does sort of strike a chord or maybe bring up a memory of your own paranormal experience where uh, a spirit was quite, um, you know, angry and intimidating and scary, scary, yeah, in that kind of um, sort of negative way, not just being cheeky. um, One of the greatest things that you can do in those moments is those clap three times out loud. Um, and that's going to disperse any of the energy around you and chances are it's going to stop the experience pretty damn quick. So do it three times really loud. If it doesn't stop it, just keep doing it in insects, like in sections of three. Sure. Um, and the other thing that you can do is then just put yourself in a sphere of white light. Um, 
It's really interesting too that I note where she says that like he couldn't come any closer to her. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. She could sense he couldn't come any closer. Yeah, mm. and so there could have been two things going on there. One, it could have been her protectors, uh, her energy, just uh, her guides just going, no, you fucking don't. Like you're not coming anywhere near her. Um, and that has that is something that in history there are many cases of people that talk about um, humans mostly and um, negative spirits that just can't get like the bad ones, the bad spe- the bad people and the bad spirits can't get to the good person because of some strange sort of energy that just doesn't allow them to come close to them and it's inexplicable, like it doesn't make sense to the human self. Yeah. And, and it goes down in sort of all these books and references about how they believe that it was guardian angels or some kind of spiritual psychic protection Some level of protection yeah for sure. sure so depends on which way you're inclined to believe and and if you can have more of an idea of what it felt like it can be quite telling to what it was mm. um other things as well is that it could have also been if she she would have felt the energy quite strong but it could have also been another residual it could have been a haunting that um is quite common but although other people that from that space would have known about the cranky old man in the shed if that was the case and and i doubt it was because i'm pretty sure she would have known because these were her friends and she used to frequent that space so you would think that it it would be don't go in the tax shed because there's a cranky ghost in there yeah certainly don't stay there after everybody else has left sure you wouldn't leave a 12 year old girl there by herself not knowing that that dude was around yeah Uh, especially back in the olden days yeah (laughs) <laughs> we didn't have phones. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, Claire, so sorry, I can't really shed too much sort of on who he was, but um, I hope that that's kind of given some potential possibilities or just um, some more understanding into the way that I look into these things, these ghost stories, and understand what I understand or get what I get or don't get what I don't get. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot there. There is a lot there. And, you know, if I was in the space or if I could see photos, if I had Claire with me, like I could potentially pick up more things. But just going off what I've got, it's so about it as good as I can get. that time by the sounds of it anyway. Yeah. My goodness. Mm. Clap three times. <laughs> Thanks, listeners. Oh, and? We promised some more information about a boot camp yes so starting next tuesday the first day of spring out of our hibernation oh that sounds good already well it's only going to be good for those people who didn't take shit into their hibernation because if you took shit seeds into your hibernation then you're going to have shit trees start to sprout in spring (laughs) that compost is going rancid i'm really excited because i didn't plant shit seeds yeah so um First day of spring, September, we're starting a 22-day Raise Your Vibration boot camp. What, what? <laughs> so basically this is 22 days of um, rituals, tools, techniques, practices, all different kinds of magic and beautiful stuff uh, to raise your vibration. Um, I will be jumping on every single day uh, to Zoom at two times a day. Um, this will all be in an email once you've signed up. Um, you'll receive an email before the end of the, uh, well, before the 30th. Uh, and all the details will be in there, but each day it's, it it will only take a minimum of 30 minutes of your time. Um, and it can take more depending on how much time you've got or want to spend on it. But 
I've done Raise Your Vibration challenges before. Laura's Laura's joined in on one of them before, which was just a little five-day one. It was cool. Was that only five days? It was only five days. That was great. Yeah. So they're fun. Um, It's a like-minded community. Uh, it's a safe community as well. So you come to this space and it's protected and you're not judged and everyone is, uh, you know, motivated and inspired and encouraging and supportive. Um, I will be open to be able to answer questions as well. And Laura, you probably will jump on too. I'll be there. Yay. Um, (laughs) we're going to do a Rivboard workshop. Nice. Get so, your craft on. <laughs> yes, get your craft on. So that's going to be on the second Saturday of the 22 days. Um, and you just and, – and an email will be sent out to everyone prior to that to tell them what they need to have together to be able to do it. But it's going to be so much fun. 22 days, you know, it's the best way to start spring. Raise your vibration. Learn lots of things. Some things you might have already heard me talk about or already know. Um, other things might be brand new but also give you an opportunity to practice it and um, trial it and, and ask me questions. Have and some time with you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. Super excited. So you can jump online. Our website um, is turns out she's psychic.com, but um, because of technology, I was unable to be able to create this um, boot camp via that website. So it's on my website, tracydimick.com.au. And if you just go to book online under boot camps, you'll see Raise Your Vibration Boot Camp. Book registrations close this Friday at 12 o'clock. So if you haven't registered by then, you will not receive the email that will go out on the weekend with all of the details. Um, yeah, so I don't know what you're waiting for, but you should have already logged on by now and, <laughs> and signed up to go get high boot camp. I mean, raise your vibration. Go get a high boot camp. <laughs> That's a whole other camp. <laughs> yes. Raise your vibration boot camp. Rev boot camp. Rev rev it up. Rev. <laughs> rev rev. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for the love on all the socials (laughs) and for the ghost stories. We've got lots. And thanks, Claire, for your repeat one and a promise of another one. Yeah. You're awesome. Also, just one little mention too, we are going to have a very exciting bonus episode coming up to – of a one of the world's not just Australia's but one of the world's most haunted locations and it's going to be a special episode where I'm going to aim to freak the fuck out of Laura (laughs) thanks Tracy yeah this is true because she says do you want to do this and I said sure and she says great I'll do all the research (laughs) because I geek out on shit like that yeah because you have this evil look on your face right now (laughs) as well (laughs) but it's so cool and I cannot wait to share it. So yes, stay tuned because there will be um, a bonus episode coming soon. Cool shit. Next week I think we might talk about the ego. What do you think? Yeah. Should we we have our our minds blown about what ego is? Yeah. Do it. And then I'm thinking we do an episode for each of the psychic abilities. Wow, a whole episode each. Uh huh. <laughs> you know I can talk. You, you, I know how much you love talking about me too. And you're going to have lots of questions. Yep. <laughs> you know it because you're psychic. I do. All right, we're talking shit now. Bye, everybody. We Bye. love you.